Test one, two, test one, two. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Back for another enthralling edition of The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve, all of Brewski. Uh, episode number one. Of that easily. What's that? Oh, hey. Yeah, I said, hey, you're not getting rid of us that easily. But uh, B, uh, we just turned 30, didn't we? Yes. Oh. Uh, the big three zero. Nice. This is the age when it becomes appropriate to start dating older men, right? <laughs> uh, this is according to you for my parameters of the dating world. Um, <laughs> yes. We can outdate the show. 30 and <laughs> We can do it now. Acceptable. Yes. Uh, welcome to the Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve Olabruski. Catch our socials on our webpage. They're all there. Go find them for yourself. See if I'm lying. TheVocalMinority.net. It's where you can communicate with the show and find out a very minimal amount of great things about us. Technically, we're missing two socials on the website, but I, I don't know. Now that you made that claim, I just thought I'd point that out. Truth Social is not a social. I'll just say that. But what's the other one, dude? No, I don't know. There was three spots on the website to put social media. So I put, I think, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. But that leaves off uh, Instagram uh, Instagram, and Twitter. Honestly, both of those websites kind of suck for us. So who cares? That's we may be losing TikTok uh, from what I understand here uh, in the next, I don't know, maybe even week. I can't believe that's going to actually happen. I know that there's the bill to make it illegal, and they've already passed a thing saying you can't have TikTok on government devices. But to really ban a website that popular, I would love to see how that's going to happen. China. China. Yeah, I know that's why, but still, I like, uh, I mean, we do well on TikTok, so I don't want to lose that. I don't, I don't care if the Chinese are watching us. We want everyone watching us. So. Yes, dude. We've got people over in Africa right now. We appreciate you listening to the program. And exactly. Lagos, Nigeria. Right. Yes. Uh, Spokane came on and so did Las Vegas, Nevada this past week. <laughs> yeah. When did Spokane come on? Uh, in the last week or two here. So, nice. Yeah. We're, we're doing well in Washington state. That's our biggest uh, amount of listeners in any one given state that, and then California. So I'll tell you what, dude, there's one thing, you know, uh, my wife is an attorney. <laughs> uh, uh, and Nick has a maid now too. Just to- <laughs> <if there's, laughs> you bastard. If there's one thing that she's good at, it's promoting. I mean, she's really good at that and I'm not real good at promoting. Um, I've always felt a little awkward promoting myself and it's, a, I mean, it's, it's terrible. I should do it, but it makes me feel strange. My wife promotes this program and I think that's where some of these new listeners are coming from. She really ah, promotes dude. us, dude. She travels a lot. She should just be randomly telling people. She does. Every time she's on a plane, she comes home and tells me. I told people about your show, told them where to find, you know, stuff it's like It's ironic that, so. you don't want to promote since you're in a promotion type of business, well, you know, being in the public eye. So, maybe uh, we should we should get some swag made, like pens that she can kind of hand out. Yeah. That's a great idea, Brisky. I think where the uh, self-consciousness comes from, is that a word, self-consciousness? Sure, why not? It's from my father. Uh, Like, he was so super proud of me when I got on the radio that we'd, like, be in the line at a grocery store, and we'd get up to the checker, and he'd be like, this is my son. He's on, he's on the radio, and he'd start, like, telling everything about him. And, you know, I always got the, oh, let me hear your radio voice, that type oh, of thing. And it yeah. was just, it made me feel so uncomfortable. And I think that stuck with me. Yeah. Well, 
find us online everyone <laughs> we'll promote in this absence and but thank you to rachel for stepping the game up so. that's right yes thank you yeah we it, don't need youtube we just need rachel so. <laughs> thank you you know i found a lot of people that i work with in radio when you when they're not in studio on the air and they have to do like appearances or something like that a lot of them are really uncomfortable yeah with with the listeners but it's then, because oh. by profession we get to sit in rooms alone we don't have to interact with the audience you know completely you actually get out in public and the people are there some people yeah get turned off by that yeah that was I, the enjoy, I like it up on stage in front of a bunch of people but that's i don't mind being on stage you know what used to kill me is going to remotes they used to have us <laughs> go to like car dealerships and stuff like that and you know there's pictures on the table of us and like not a ton of people but i mean people would come up and be like can i get your autograph will you sign your picture for me and that made me feel so freaking stupid. I hated it. I think it's hilarious. I told my son the other day that I mentioned something in passing about, you know, I've signed some autographs and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you've never signed an autograph. I'm like, dude, I used to be in a rock band. I've been on the radio for 25 years. You don't think anyone's ever asked me for my autograph, huh? Even if, even if we don't have the fame, right? Listen to me, Crosby, please. Even right. if we do not have the fame, uh, people come up and oftentimes ask for an autograph of anyone that's doing something spectacular because they think one day it might be worth money you know right. you know what i mean there's a lot of those people out there and in radio we're all famous in like a nine mile radius you know in the town yes. we well, live in so you know jen bought me a, a t-shirt a long time ago and it said minor celebrity because i kept saying to her you know jen when you when you're a minor celebrity these kind of things happen right, <laughs> right. And, it, and eventually she started saying you know what you got to stop that because you actually believe it sometimes and then wouldn't you know it, like two days later, we're out and someone's like, oh, my God, I know you. And then can you sign this? And then like, that's like, so funny, dude. And then a month in later, your face. <laughs> and then a month, a month later, our house got broken into and we had to buy a new back door. And of course, the one she wanted at, at the door place was way too much money. And the guy says, wait a minute. I listen to you all the time. Oh, that's and hysterical. They, and he's, See, like, he's, he's, he's like, he's like, he's like don't, don't worry about it. She wants this one here. Don't worry about it. I'll give you a good a discount. He cut 50% off the door. And That's she's awesome. like, well, I guess I guess it does pay to know you, huh? And I'm just like, That's right. Damn Steve, sure. where's uh, I'm famous in Tahoe shirt around? Or he used to. <laughs> uh, and it's so funny because obviously it's somewhat tongue-in-cheek. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, it's true. I mean, yeah. like, people know who you are, especially in Tahoe. When we were in Seattle, we had, you know, less people who actually kind of knew us. But, like, that's hometown, dude. People know who you are. That's what I'm saying. Like, radio, you're famous in your little town. And fame is always relative. Not everyone knows you, clearly. But, sure, you know, there was a, I, I think I told you about this over the summer. I went through this, you know, epically terrible breakup and was uh, homeless for several weeks living in hotels. And I was at a bar in the middle of freaking nowhere, Nevada, uh, drinking alone, like eyes welled up, like, to, you know, just miserable. And some dude walks up to me and he's like, I know you from the radio. Can we take a selfie for Instagram? <laughs> like, now no, someone no, no. recognizes me. Now. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it does happen at the wrong time sometimes. But yeah, well, I should be promoting our program. So as see us on our webpage, thevocalminority.net. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got 
got time for it. All right. Need to know news. This is uh, this is the segment of the show where we talk about the news that uh, you either need to know because it's important or it'll make you sound smart around the water cooler. So these are our selections for this fine week. Uh, this is an interesting one, both for the gaming community and for the parenting community. Uh, it's so funny to me, guys. You know, we all, when we were kids, we played Atari and Nintendo and all that stuff. I don't know if you're aware of this because you don't have kids, but... Um, all of that stuff is back in style. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like when we were growing up, it was always about the next console had better graphics and better games. And we always wanted that. But now it's gone backwards. But there's a huge demand for retro video games out there. All the stuff that we loved as a kid. And there's a console out there right now that is a Super Nintendo knockoff. But it's being sold at Walmart. You can get it on Amazon, all sorts of websites out there that have these things. And it looks just like the original Super NES, the, the gray console with the little blue slider button. Same size paddles and everything. Yeah, it, it's, it looks just like it. The packaging looks just like it. It's called the Super Mini SN02. Right. This is not made by Nintendo. But it, A, it looks like it. And B, it comes preloaded with a few hundred games on it. And when you open up the uh, the home screen to it, it's got a picture of Luigi. It's got a Mike Tyson, you know, punch out thing. It looks like a real deal Nintendo. The cool thing is uh, some of those retro consoles are um, even the remake ones are a few hundred bucks. But this one's being sold for 50 bucks. Now, yeah, that's nice. I've seen some of the cheaper ones. Rachel, uh, when we moved in together, had a. Uh, a uh, remake of an Atari 2600 like that that had like 50 games, yes. you know, built into yeah. it or whatever. I got one for my ex-wife years ago and she and I sat around playing. It was a it was a, a remake console, but you could play the original Nintendo cartridges. Okay. So we were yeah. playing Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt and all, you know, it's, Frogger. It's fun. It's cool. Pitfall. So the, the headline on this article about this Nintendo uh, knockoff thing I'm talking about. Gamers shocked that knockoff console comes packed with sexist and racist content. Oh, They're shocked geez. about it? This Ugh. is overtly like the there's oh. a, a Jungle Book style game. Mowgli is running around naked for some reason. Uh, there's a sexually explicit Ronald McDonald game. There is oh. a part of one of these games where there are two little boys laying naked in a tent and there's a little graphic heart over their naked butts, but it's clear they're laying there naked. And one of them's reading a book that just says P O R N on it, just labeled porn. That seems uh, wrong to me. <laughs> well, it's wonderful. No, I don't know that it is, dude. I, I, I thought you were just going to say like some of the original games, obviously. No. Exactly. You know, there was, I was watching a guy on NBC news playing one of the games this morning. He's like, Oh, Oh boy! Oh, this is overtly racist. We can't even show what? you what is <laughs> what is happening on the screen right now. There's Who an makes email it? address. Is it Chinese? It is. It's made from China. Ah, man, there you go. Nobody knows. Was this a joke? Did somebody put real money behind this? Then some coder decided to go rogue on all these video games <laughs> in there. There's Just an give me email that raise. I'll show you. Right. There's an email address hidden in one of these pornographic sections where somebody is trying to solicit you to email them. And <laughs> there's little Easter eggs in these games. And I think they were probably intentional. Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, all I know is uh, I would say that for parents out there, definitely don't buy this for your children. But I would almost think for guys like our age that are into retro gaming, this thing might become some sort of collectible because yeah. it's riddled with sexist, racist 
terrible versions. There's a Mickey Mouse that's all perverted. <laughs> like it's, and by the way, they hide it. The first several games are all, you know, just remakes and looks normal and whatnot. But so these are get- in the actual game menu. It's not a sub menu. Yes. Wow. No, it's when you get down to games for 30, 40, 50 on the list, they start getting overtly racist and sexist. That's mm. crazy, dude. Like I said, some reporter, you know, they had to blur the screen. He was just like, <laughs> oh, this is a little weird. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. We can't show this. This is <laughs> this is over the top racist. That's insane oh. that it's that bad. Would you it buy was- it to have a look? I mean, are you curious? I mean, there's something sort of kooky novelty about it. It's like any of the old collectibles that you know, have panned out to be racist or sexist, or now that we look back at them. Well, well, that's a, that's a little bit different. That's like something that was accepted at one time, but now yeah. it is not, you know, it's kind of like people who collect mammies and, and stuff like that, you, you yes, know? Right. Yeah. There's Whereas, a lot of uh, Disney DVDs or old VHS really that have sexual content, you know, pictures of penises hidden in the background <laughs> of little mermaid and stuff. And those have become big time collectibles because Disney caught them and got rid of them. But so I don't know what I personally like, no, I'm not going on drop 50 bucks, but I can see people will now wanting to buy this for the for the weirdness of it so yeah they sold out in kentucky real fast <laughs> you know they sold out in idaho they felt it was an upgrade from the originals actually <laughs> <Not Tom. laughs> we love your need to know news uh, speaking of things that are racist and wrong let's talk about tucker carlson need to know news news you need to know palm beach florida dateline Fox News host Tucker Carlson may have expressed his hatred of Donald Trump in the clearest possible terms, but the former president can't seem to let himself believe the facts. Imagine that. Uh, He was referencing text messages recently released in a defamation lawsuit filed by Dominion Voting System. Uh, They're suing Fox. Can't talk about it. Uh, We got some Carlson texts. I hate him passionately. The first text said what he's good at is destroying things. He's the undisputed world champion of that. Champion! He could easily destroy us if we play it wrong, Carlson said, in one of the many many damaging exchanges. Uh, So, I mean, the list was long. Well, he at Uh, one point, these are two of my favorites. He said, we are, this is him texting in one of the Fox News people. He said, we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump. And then he said, I hate him passionately. Yeah, that was the real damning one that like, oh, you hate him passionately? Right. I mean, it, it, I don't know how much further proof Fox News viewers need to know that they are flat out lying to you, just not fudging the truth. I mean, they are just freaking lying to you, treating you like gullible idiots and you keep sucking it up. They're planning on it. I mean, the whole network is built around uh, fooling you, tricking you. Yes. Yes. And you're falling right into the trap. So. I mean, we've been saying this for years. The Fox News is not news. It's a propaganda channel. The, the reason they call it fair and balanced is to trick you into believing that that might actually somehow be true. But now we are seeing from the hosts themselves, they are lying to you. Why Fox News viewers haven't just stopped watching, I will never understand, except that they like being preached to. You know. Well, you, you do know that back in 2003, there's a, um, a C-SPAN video and it's Tucker Carlson on a program called Book Club. And he sits there and basically says everything on these conservative outlets, all these people, they don't really believe what they're saying. What 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 happens if they ever get caught not believing 
what they say they do. Listen, you know? we used to have a uh, something, a piece of audio that we played that said this is for entertainment purposes only because we wanted folks to know. Like, don't believe this, please. Yeah. Well, now we're finding out what happens when they're, uh, you know, they look behind the curtain, Wizard of Oz style. Apparently, no one cares in their audience. Exactly. So this is funny, dude. So all of that happened. And then uh, Tucker Carlson released a video, right? Uh, went through how many uh, thousand hours of footage from the January 6th riots? I think it's 40,000 or 4,000. Is it 40,000? I don't know, but it was, uh, yes, thousands of hours of previously on sea footage that was released only to Fox News, thanks to Kevin McCarthy, who is now in charge in the Congress side of things. So he went through, or I doubt he did, but producers did, and they did a nice job with it, by the way. Uh, they went through all this video and got about three minutes or so out of it. Uh, it was the day of, you know, the January 6th insurrection, and it was he was commentating on it, saying, like, this doesn't look like a riot to me. This looks like guided tours of, you know... Right spirited uh spirited fans of our government you know coming to get a tour and they had video behind it like the shawman that is in jail right now uh is being walked around by officers and it's funny because they show this over and over again it's part of the video seeing like either he's getting a tour like what are you talking about and the police officers have come out and said like uh, you are taking this completely out of context. This was early on, and we were in the middle of a de-escalation procedure right there. You can't hear the audio from it. Listen, you could take video of almost anything, any sort of riot, uh, a porn video, and you can take out all of the sex and violence and just go, hey, look, this is totally benign and normal. I mean, it's the definition of editing something out of context. We used to have people come into the radio station when, uh, you know, come in and look at the radio station, and we'd have them say something into the computer and in about four seconds have them saying the opposite and it's sounding natural and people are like what wow yeah Yeah, like it's really easy it's closer to an snl parody than it is an actual news story to the way they edited everything well trump loved it he loved it so much (laughs) that he said uh wonderful (laughs) fox news uh, uh host tucker carlson uh is obviously my friend I mean, uh, if he hated me, he doesn't anymore. Trump yeah. said in his post that he put on uh, True Social last night. He, like, he doesn't hate me anymore. Like, look what he put up. It's it's unbelievable. It's beautiful. Fake news, Donald. Oh, the irony. I was taken out of context in my text. So let me make an entire show taken out of context to try to do yes. a, a mea culpa. And again, yeah. you know, we've talked about this before on the show. Like, Trump is such a narcissist that i'm sure in his brain that all adds up like tucker can't hate me uh, he thinks i'm wonderful look at his video he put together of me i mean he he's the delusion and again why freaking his base doesn't see any of this the fox news audience i will tell them what they want to hear that's why and, and nick have you talked to your brother about this kind of stuff i mean your brother's a smart ed- educated man and i know he's a fox news viewer that's who I uh, that's who I'm mainly like thinking about in my mind when I have some of these uh, thoughts of like intelligent, good hearted people, like people that I like right. and love, like are sucked into this. I oftentimes think of my dad was still alive, like towards the end of his life. He was uh, my dad drove a lot for his profession. He was listening to Rush Limbaugh and yeah. like I saw his my my dad had a huge heart, like would do anything for anybody 
uh, that's how I know like good people fall into this. He was a, a, yes. a very smart man. Yeah. He was getting pulled in by Rush Limbaugh, and I oftentimes think like uh, I mean, and he was becoming somewhat hateful in my view, anyway. Enough that I had to talk to him about it. Yeah. Uh, but I think if he were around, I I think that there's a possibility he'd be pulled in by this, which just blows my mind. My brother is a really educated. You know, college-educated, worldly-educated person with a huge heart. Once again, he like he likes Tucker Carlson. Yeah, you know, people like hearing their uh, whether you want to call them narrow views or whatever. They like hearing them articulated back nicely to them, and then it uh, it creates a rabbit hole. The people just go falling straight on down. I, you know, if it came out that Rachel Maddow or Chris Hayes or somebody like if they were just lying to us. If we saw their text saying they hate Biden and can't wait to stop, you know, being part of this con. And uh, I mean, I would stop watching. I sure. swear to God, I would stop watching. It'd be an easy pullback, dude. I mean, I would have stopped. I would never watch again. Right. Well, but somehow yeah. Fox News is going to just keep on going right through this fine. Well, it's like it's like they always say, though, uh, you know, uh, liberals and Democrats fall in love. Republicans, conservatives fall in line. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you for that, Brisky. For the reason. Here to now news. News you need to know. The reason this is need to know news is you people have got to start helping us spread the word. Fox News is just freaking lying to your grandfather, your uncle. Uh, if you're watching it, just stop. Just Please. stop. You can make up your own news. It'll be just as accurate. Exactly. Now, I'll tell you an organization that does not lie to you, and that is the vocal minority with Nick and Steve. A la Brewski over here as well. Indeed. Now, uh, when we came back after a 16-year hiatus on this show, for some reason, the very first thing we started talking about, I mean, the microphones cracked open. Nick, do you remember what you threw out at us? It was a phenomenon, which I know you love. Highlight. It's a phenomenon. It was a phenomenon, right? And you didn't believe me at the time that it was a phenomenon. But what is it? Soon you saw it's uh, women not wearing bras, right? Yes. I did not know that this was a phenomenon. Yeah. I thought it was a, uh, a COVID-related thing. Like, women took off their bras while we were all staying at home. They stopped wearing them, I guess. But no, it's much bigger than that. Yes. And we've sometimes discussed- smaller. Right. <laughs> uh, we've heard it discussed on The View, which gives it a lot of credibility right there. Mm. So, uh, But I have an article here about um, a mom has fallen victim to criticism around her decision to ditch her bra. Mm, yeah now, some people don't like it now first of all i will say this mom is smoking hot she looks like barbie i mean she's just you know perfect figure gigantic rack blonde haired uh, and uh apparently the moms in the uh, pta club are not happy that she's not wearing a bra uh, that's why because she's hot that's of why. course this is the whole thing it's it's uh apparently none of the men in her community are complaining but the mother <laughs> uh, blonde beach bunny ashley colfag uh, Colfagi, I don't know, spends most of her time at the shore catching waves uh, and sunning in a swimsuit. When the mom is getting dressed uh, in something besides a bikini, she decides to go uh, bra free. But not everyone agrees that it's the right move. Uh, <laughs> she was, uh, she's got a TikTok page, and shockingly, it's doing well. And uh, yeah, it's all the moms in her community that uh, hate upon her. And this brings me to a theory that I was thinking about this week that. You know, we're in the Me Too movement era. We're in a whole era of uh, pro-woman and all that stuff, which is good. Making but, progress. Yeah, but do you know who hates women the most? Other women. women. Other women. That is oh, exactly yeah. right. 
I mean, there's Why? a lot of uh, groups over the last 10 years that have, like, really made it a point, like, even in their friend groups or wherever they are, to be like, you know, like, we have to stop beating each other up. Like, we're so powerful together. Like, and it is odd that that needs to be said. Yes. But it's, it's not, But it's not new, though. It's always been that way. Yeah. Right. Women, women will always tell you that they hate women more than even um, the worst woman-hating man does. Yes. That's the thing. Women could rule the world because technically they're 51% of the population. So if all women band together, they could vote in every elected official. The WNBA should be sold out every night. <laughs> like Women could rule the world. But they don't because they hate other women. I'm yeah. starting to wonder if men have anything to do with sexism and uh, wage you know, discrepancies and all this stuff. Oh, women sure seem to do. really hate themselves or not themselves. They hate other women. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's a competition thing, you know, for the most part. Well, just like this. I mean. Uh, not all women, but there is a group of women out there that do look at that hot girl that's not wearing a bra and be like, have some respect. Like, right. Well, you know, that whole type of thing. Like, you know, that, I mean, anyone could do it. Anyone could not wear a bra. And I've seen ugly people do it. I've seen beautiful people do it. But uh, right. would they be criticizing the overweight mom, her? though, at the PTA? Yeah. I, know, I don't know that. Well, the, remember, the no, they would not be. <laughs> remember that it was Elaine Bennis who complained about Sue Ellen Mischke, who was walking around without a bra. Yes. No, it, this has definitely been a, a thread that's been going on in pop culture for a while. We yeah. were talking about uh, whether or not breast implants were still a popular thing because they really aren't. And why did that go away? I, I, I've always had this theory. I've said it on the show before that women's magazines, Vogue, Esquire, like any of these women's fashion magazines, they're run by women. Yeah. So women are projecting onto other women what they think guys want. Big boobs, hourglass figure, whatever it is. No one's actually surveying the guys per se. And guys aren't in charge of Vogue. It's women hating on other women that, that is why they are not elected president. Listen, so many last, women during uh, Hillary's uh, campaign said, I don't want to vote for a woman. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy to me. I, I don't understand it either. You'll see the uh, campaigns have changed as far as, I mean, if we go back even 10 years ago, like when you, you never saw a model that needed or had the perception of needing to drop a few LBs. You know what I mean? Like full figured women were a niche category that you could go look at, but they weren't on targets ads. They weren't right, on, right. you know, all the big ads. Yes. Now they are. So yes. do and you think that saying? comes from? women who were like we got to get our stuff together ladies like represent everybody we're all beautiful whatever yeah i i have a theory that that comes from women that feel better when they see women that look worse than them this article is talking about the fact that this woman wears no bra and she's smoking hot all the women in her school are hating on her women feel better when they get to see the woman on the cover of the magazine that is overweight. Every, you go girl, you live your true life. But meanwhile, I'm going to jump off a bridge. If I look like that, I've heard women say multiple times, multiple different women in my life throughout the ages. Tell me that when you're uh, when you're a nice looking woman or even a mediocre looking woman, it's always good to have a fat friend, you know, like it's always good to have a fat friend. And I feel they like make you uh, feel better. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Makes you feel better. Uh, yeah. And which is a little sick, ladies. Come on. Well, that, I mean, that is Steve doesn't like to have me around because I'm robust. Right. It's a very valid point. That's what I'm saying. I don't think men are actually a big part of the sexism problem. 
actually think it's women. And well, I think we've got a place in all of it. <laughs> Let's not give us a complete <laughs> out here. I'm just saying they could take it over if they wanted to. They are majority of the population. They could run every company, every government if they wanted to. Sure. If women would group together, they could rule the world, but they don't. They hate each other. Here's another great example of a woman uh, doing terrible things, dude. So my wife runs a team. And one of the people on her team is a young, or was, a young man. And he was just a terrible person to work with. Insubordinate, missed deadlines, like was just a bad employee. Yeah. My wife goes and talks to her manager, who is a woman, and says, like, so-and-so is just doing all these things and is terrible. Her solution is, well, before we let him go, let's see if he does better working for a man. Oh, jeez. Oh, Ouch. Another woman said that, dude, that's in a uh, position of authority or, or, you know, power. Right. Like, that's crazy. I saw a video on TikTok the other day about a woman who keeps getting sent home from work for wearing risque outfits that the human resources director <laughs> would send her home every day. And she was showing her outfits. They were not risque at all. But she was this tall, hourglass, big boobed, uh, blonde haired woman. And yeah. HR kept sending her home every day. And then she did this little thing where. The main HR director got sent away for like corporate training and the corporate office sent a guy in for the week. And she would each day have to go and get her outfit approved. And, oh you know, oh the guy, gosh, the guy never sent her home. Listen, dude, well, I am pretty I, I'm pretty positive that I have. I'm going to say that I have a little bit of woman inside of me. Like mm-hmm. I, I a little piece of my heart. I have a feminine side, out. but my feminine side's gay. So we both like women. Yeah. OK, perfect, yeah. dude. All right. My thought process is if you were to sit down and talk to a group of women this would be the two main issues with being a large-breasted woman Hmm. a just boob sweat i think it's number one like women with big boobs do not like boob sweat and it's a problem i've heard of uh i mean it's actually it's a phenomenon sure it is dude Hmm. they put maxi pads underneath their breasts because they sweat so bad underneath their boobs all right Wow. Uh, sounds like natural lubricant though for some fun (laughs) (laughs) they're at work steve number two you get like two breaks a day come on when you have big boobs (laughs) yeah and naturally especially uh just clothes fit you differently uh i've i only date people with big boobs all right yeah, and we've that, heard you discriminate on the show. You've walked out on women who take their shirts off and have itty itty bitty little things. Yes. So skeeter skeeter bites. Skeeter yeah. bites. Uh, Which is so hurtful, are, but yes, go ahead. I'm not hurting you. <laughs> Leave me alone, dude. Uh, oh, what a white uh, man thing to say. <laughs> uh, I will tell you this though, that clothes fit them differently. And they say uh, I've talked awesome to them multiple that they feel like uh, it's hard to not look slutty and i make the finger quotes because men stare at them most men listen brusky i'm I'm being honest with you i'm not saying me i'm not saying you i'm not saying steve i'm saying most men we are clearly Mm. not most men all right i mean we're the exception yes yeah so listen those are the two biggest problems (laughs) boob sweat and it's hard to not look slutty at the office need to know news news you need to know uh, Brewski, you got anything? What uh, What's on your list over there? Well, this is not so serious, but we need to file this under. Ooh, that smell. We always okay. know. We know that song by uh, uh, Leonard Skinnerd. 
And uh, I don't. Okay. Anyway, uh, (laughs) here's the headline. Woman finds husband's body while getting Christmas decorations from a closet eight months after he went missing. Poof. He's been missing for eight months and she found him in the closet at their home. Yes. So she killed him, obviously. How do you not smell a body in your home after yeah. eight months? A uh, uh, mouse dies in your house, and two weeks right. later, it's like, oh, my God, what does that smell? And it lasts right. for weeks, dude. That was That's a smelly hilarious. man, guaranteed. Well, the, the county coroner's office said that he had committed suicide. He committed suicide and in the closet? And, but and he's still been in there for eight months. But Maybe eight, he eight, killed himself in the house and she rolled him in the closet. Would he hang himself from the coat rack? It doesn't t- It doesn't take eight months for the smell to, to come out. No. You know it what I mean? It takes a week it, or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she didn't, she found it only after she called the cops because she said, hey, you know, this weird smell in my house. Hmm. Well, I'm going to call this need to know news for the fact that, um, Actually, I don't know why we need to know this. Need to know news. News you need to know. Die in the living think, room, not in the closet. That's what <laughs> the moral of the story is. Yes. I, I think that maybe perhaps there may have been some marital problems here. So we are providing a service that we need to be more cognizant of our relationships. Uh, I think uh, he was also announced the uh, world champion of hide and go seek. Right. Ah, <laughs> yes. Hey, well, Bruce, he got- what's your uh, we've been talking about women and whatnot. What's your uh, Bobert story? Uh, Lauren Bulbert, she's a congressperson from Colorado, yeah, and she wants to ban comprehensive sex education from schools. Yeah, which I've never understood why this is a conservative thing. I mean, I guess the notion is if you don't tell kids about sex, they won't go have it, which is obviously preposterous and absolutely leads to teenage pregnancies and diseases and all that terrible kind of stuff. things dude I, I, and, I, and i do i have people that i know conservative that are like i don't want them teaching my kids that i'll be in charge of that like yeah but you don't do it and you're not educated, right so and how is lauren bobert doing teaching her kids about sexual education Bruce? well yeah because we know now that she revealed this past week that her 16 year old son knocked up his girlfriend and she's <laughs> going to become a grandma at age 36. <laughs> uh, she from Colorado or college, Kentucky. Well, um, and let's, let's remember she was also a teen mom who quit school to, and went to work at McDonald's. So, I mean, right. this is a uh, family tradition. She's keeping ex- going. Exactly. Sexual ignorance. Am I the? I hate to admit to this. I hate Lauren Boebert in so many different levels. God, she's kind of. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, absolutely she is. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Am I? I love this guy. No. Listen, you guys. (laughs) Listen. She is a terrible person. That doesn't turn you off. Well, no, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Listen, I've said on the show many times, I'm not going to go date a conservative because I couldn't tolerate it. But. Man, she drives me nuts. But then I see her, I'm like, but you're kind of hot. Listen, it was like the Sarah Palin thing. I despised her too, but she's kind of hot. Like it just confuses my simple male brain. I could, I could see myself in a relationship with her for 20 minutes, maybe. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I don't. I mean, you went. I'm sure you'll tell your girlfriend now, Steve. I'm so. uh, One of the things I'm so attracted to you is your intelligence like you know what's inside <laughs> your brain so sure. i wonder 
why it's not opposite. Like, why doesn't she just look so ugly to you that she is so stupid and uh, has all these terrible ideas and and hates minorities? I mean, yeah, no, listen, I'm not proposing that I want to be in a relationship with this woman. I'm not even saying I want to throw down with her. I'm just saying she is kind of hot and it always bothers me because I hate her so much. <laughs> makes you feel still weird. part of my brain that's like, but she's kind of cute, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that. Tim Allen side of your brain, dude. Right. Oh. And this is again why women could rule the world because of terrible <laughs> women like that. I'm still thinking like, yeah, you're a moron, but you're kind of pretty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So need to know news. News you need to know. Hey, dude, do we have a little time for a final thing? We're in our final 10 minutes here, yes. All right. Uh, I know you guys both know about this story uh, because I briefly talked to both of you uh, about there was a podcaster and her husband killed in Redmond, Washington uh, by a stalker. This leaked its way into my relationship this week, yes. (laughs) Brewski sent me this article, and I had seen it, but we kind of chatted just for a second about it. Then Steve writes me, and he was like, uh, this is uh, making Dottie even more paranoid Paranoid that yes. this is what we do for a living. Like, yes. she's, is she really oh. afraid? Well, we, we've talked about this on the show before, where she's been generically worried about crazy stalker fans out there. She's been worried about exes of mine that are clearly crazy. And uh, she watched Play Misty for me, the movie about the crazy oh. fan that kills the radio host. But, yeah. dude, so, is, she, yes. is this just like silly conversation or does she lose sleep over it? I don't think she's losing sleep over it, but it's not a silly conversation either. It's really? somewhere in between where it's on her radar of something she's a little concerned about. And when she sees an article like podcast host killed by stalker, it freaks her out a little bit. Yes. Freaks well, me out. As we, bit, no, dude. As we discussed, I mean, you could replace any uh, profession into this headline. Of course. Gas station worker killed, stalked, and killed. You yes. know, like, this just happens to be about a podcaster, but this is the deal. Uh, the lady does a podcast, or did a podcast, I should say. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> what were her numbers? That's what I'm most intrigued about. You want how, many, how many downloads do you need before stalkers <laughs> really come after you? So, he, this person met her, this guy that killed her, met her on a, a social media website. So okay. they were talking, and then he was like, oh, you've got a podcast. I'll come and listen. So uh-huh. he was already obsessed with her. So relax, Dottie. Perfect. Uh, he had around. sent her gifts. He uh, had called her as many as 100 times per day. All right. Wow. He, he had her phone number. So there's the other thing. Don't give your phone number out to people. That's fair. Yeah. You know? Okay. So this was, I mean, I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm just saying, like, these are some precautions that you could take if you don't want to be stalked. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the sad thing is, is that she had gone to the police, uh, police several times and said, like, he's stalking me. He's following <laughs> me. And she finally uh, got a, or, or put in for a restraining order hmm. that was never served because he was a long haul trucker. So they they couldn't find him. him. Then he uh, showed up to her house and killed her and her husband, then himself. Yeah. And by the way, restraining orders, if someone is going to go kill somebody, what's a piece of court paper going to do to stop them? Nothing. Exactly. Obviously. 
but the police should have been way more uh, diligent about this. Did they go talk to the person? I had to call somebody here in my town and I told Dottie, Hey, for what it's worth, I'm at much bigger risk for my local audience than I am from the podcast audience. Exactly. Who wants to commute to kill somebody? Right. But here in my own little hometown on the radio, that's actually a bigger threat. I don't think that made her feel any better whatsoever. Yeah, I'm not to worry, the show. but that uh, guy just killed all those, uh, you know, Idaho college students right. that was all the way across the state. So Yes, yes. And uh, I've said before, <laughs> I my prediction of how I'm going to die is I'll be sitting here on the radio talking away and someone's going to walk up behind me and shoot me in the freaking head because they know where the radio station's at or whatever. But I had to call the cops once in my hometown because I was doing my morning show and I was doing my lefty liberal stuff. And this guy just kept leaving these voicemails and they escalated and escalated. And I did call the cops and they went and directly talked to the guy and told him, like, we're in on you. We know what you're doing. Knock it the hell off. Something happens to harness. You're the first person we're coming after. I mean, they 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 went and confronted him and let him know the realities. And I wonder if anyone did that in this story. Well, you know what? That's dangerous, right? If you don't have a restraining order in place, because in my mind as a criminal, that only amps me up. It's like, oh, if I'm going to do something to this guy, I better do it quick because they're watching me. I'm going to go kill him quickly. But that the restraining order is the same thing. Like they're they're on to me. I would think having a cop standing at your front door saying, I see you. I know who you are. Don't go hurt the radio guy. Like, I would think that would help more than just some court paperwork. Well, if you have the restraining order, you will be able to, uh, the guy or the girl, whoever the restraining order is against, will go to jail if he does, he or her does certain things. Sure. Uh, if I'm not the, saying don't get the order. I'm just saying a little FaceTime from the cops would be very helpful. Yeah, maybe in some cases, but it wasn't here. I, I don't know if there was any FaceTime. Uh, from what I read and understand, the uh, police seem to have really kind of dropped the ball on this because uh, he was a long haul uh, truck driver. But there were other areas that they dropped the ball on and didn't move quick enough and didn't yeah, take seriously. That's what so. I'm saying. I don't think the cops did enough in the story. And by the way, well, if you're a long haul trucker, I know it's harder to track you down, but you've got a route. You've got destinations you got to be at. They couldn't wait for him in one of these. Or yeah. I, I watched enough, uh, you know, CSI and all that sort of thing. He's already obviously called her cell phone more than likely from his cell phone. Like they couldn't track where that guy's cell phone was. Yeah, it just sounds like they didn't take it seriously enough. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that uh, after a while, I I don't know if this is 100% true, but I think it is. All right. There's my disclaimer. Uh, After a while, in certain states anyway, you uh, if you can't serve a restraining order after a while, it just goes into effect. You'll find out once you're arrested. Uh You know, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Do something. A default sort of thing. Yes. Well, well, you know, we we took six months to find the guy or whatever, you know, and uh, yeah, we couldn't find him. So I don't feel that we're going to be successful until one of us has a stalker. So I'm in Northern California, Nixon, Seattle, Brewski's in Boston. Let's see which one. Of us. <laughs> oh, you just mean which the podcast, one of us. right? Because we've already all had them on radio. Yes. No, I need a, a marker for success in the podcasting world. One of us needs a stalker. So. Yeah. I got recognized from the podcast. That was my first check mark of like, oh, we're doing something. Someone recognized me. But Steve now I'm <laughs> <laughs> I can hear Dottie freaking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, awesome. Sparta Love and Harness, Dottie. 
So oh, by the way, uh, we can sign off on the show. Do you guys, uh, you guys don't notice my new friend back there, huh? Oh, you got some uh, sort of skeleton thing going on back there, huh? Yeah. Here, yeah. Here. What? What is that? Bring him into view. This Ooh. Is a, you know, this is a skeleton model of a tiny skeleton, and his name is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I do have a stalker. Why do you have a skeleton <laughs> labeled Steven in your studio? That's. Oh, I think it's so great. Uh, well, uh, I found I have a sex the... doll named Nick. I don't know if that's weird. But... <laughs> <laughs> I found the skeleton this past weekend, and he was at home. And I initially named him Frederick, uh, and I, you know, came up with a backstory that he's a major D, and you know, I had a good backstory going. Uh, at some point over the weekend, I named him Stephen. You know, because I think uh, this goes along. I said something to Rachel about getting older, and she was like, well, you knock it off. We quit saying that. Oh, we're getting a new deck. And I was like, the material we're buying, we'll never have to replace it in our lifetime. Uh And she was like, you've said that like five times. Will you knock it off? And I was like, all right. You You have an unhealthy fixation going with how old you are. No, it's It's an acceptance. rubbing off on me. It's no, an acceptance. I don't think so. I think it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy for me, at least. So That's if why you his name is Steven. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I appreciate you going with the formal Steven, not just Steve. Yes. Well, your mom <laughs> listens to this show. Yes. So, all right. Well, I hope everyone feels better informed about news going on in the world. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Mm, it's the vocal minority with Nick and Steven. It'll bring another show to an ending. Hit us up on our uh, webpage, thevocalminority.net. Find all our socials, communicate with the show, spread the word, damn it. Yes. And if you're listening in Nigeria, Africa, could you please tell us who you are? We're fascinated to know what you're doing there. Until That's next week, gentlemen. Peace, peace. This is the Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve.